Hello and welcome to Monday Night Bites. In today's episode, we're going to be covering a topic of futurism. Uh, Daniel has graciously researched some stuff about Elon Musk's Neuralink program, and we're just going to kind of talk about that. I, I don't know if I'd say research, but uh, I watched a video, so... That basic, so what was, that what, was, what, was, what was in, in said video for, for our audience at home? Sure. Well, this, was, this happened on August 28th. Elon Musk like streamed a video for just people to see what his product is going to be like when it releases. And basically just an update on everything that's happened. Mm. And uh, so right now, uh, I guess we should, I guess people who don't know what Neuralink is, it's like, it's basically a chip that they insert into your brain through a robotic surgery. And the whole thing about surgery is super, um, very, it doesn't cause any damage to your brain or anything. They have like super, they have a computer that can see where all of your, um, blood vessels are and they, they insert the, uh, the wires where your blood vessels, so that your blood vessels don't pop or anything. So it's basically, it's very, very non-traumatic surgery, apparently. So they insert this, this wire, this chip into your brain. There's lots of electrode wires that are just kind of placed around. And with these wires, they can read data on your brain. And it's like see your thoughts, read data, so they can see like if what your brain is stimulated by. Like so, if you're raising your hand, they can see where your brain is doing that. Interesting. And it connects with Bluetooth. Oh, fancy! So that they can read the data, and it has like a charger that hooks up to your head. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a Well, it, I think I think they have like something that is magnetic and you can put on your head and oh, you have so to take like it off the and quick then charge charging it. pads. Yeah, kind of. Wow. So it's like if you put it in your pillow and you can just like go to sleep, but then you're also charging your brain brain chip. What happens if you yes. pull it out? So so no, so it so they have it so yeah. that the, the thing is it's just like it's like right up against where your skull is. So um, it's very non, it, it's not really like what a if bulb I, or anything. What if you took pliers and pulled, pulled it, it out? You'd probably die. You'd probably but, die. Uh, but if you did that with your ear, it would probably be the same thing. No, I don't think that's <laughs> how you yeah, I don't think your brain comes with your outer ear flesh. Um, that's getting <laughs> morbid. Know, this is very morbid. <laughs> pretty sure that's not how that works. <laughs> Connects to the inside of your brain, and that's why that's why that's how it transmits the signals because it's really? just part of your brain. Okay. It's straight up. It is. It's actually why do you think it has all those swirls? Because those are part of the uh, the folds of the brain to increase the surface area. Same thing with the ears. So your brain would come out. These are. Uh... This is all sarcasm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just need you to state that. You sound very serious, you and do. I was like, Joey, Joey, who told you? <laughs> Uh, tell us, all tell, right. you said there were, there were pigs involved, right? Yeah. So Inform us about said pigs. They put the chip inside some pigs. And, um, Ooh, yeah. 
they matrix fits. <laughs> they basically had a presentation because it's kind of hard to show how it's picking up data and everything. Yep. So they have a presentation so that they have whenever it was simulated, when it, whenever its nose is simulated, it gave like a noise, like and it showed it on the screen mm. in like a wave pattern, kind of. Mm. Seeming like if they made it smell smells. Yeah, so if it's, because pigs are very stimulated when they smell things, because that's like, they have very big snouts and they eat things. <laughs> Not with their snouts, but they do eat things. Yeah. Well, I mean, the snout encompasses the mouth and the nose. Fair enough. It's a good point. And <laughs> just like the ear encompasses the brain. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's not get stuck on uh, pig anatomy. <laughs> yeah. And so you just so during the video you just hear these weird noises uh in the chat i was looking at the chat everybody was really confused because the noise they picked was very very strange it was like a really weird beep-bop noise the pig was um, beep-bopping yeah basically he was kind of like singing you could just kind of see him like doing things whenever he whenever he smelled things there's a weird like sing song beep-bop noise so if y'all this is a, this is a tangent so we'll, we'll only let this go so far Okay. But if y'all ever listen to the podcast Limetown, no, no, I think it's uh, I I want to say it's NPR, um, I could be wrong. So basically, the idea is there's this reporter, right? Mm-hmm. Man, if I if I even tell you how this is related, I'll be spoiling Limetown. Okay, maybe we shouldn't go. So we probably shouldn't talk about it, but <laughs> check out Limetown. Alright. We're not sponsored by that. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but we could be. They have they have a new they have a new show coming out on HBO starring I don't remember. Oh really? Wow, wait, really? That's pretty it's a podcast. Sponsor us, HBO. Wow. <laughs> uh so anyways. So yeah. They they're testing it on pigs and they're getting a bunch of data just mm-hmm. seeing what how pigs' minds work, I guess. So so what's the What's the advantage of this product? <laughs> Why are you sticking it in your skull and so charging it So the goal day? is to be able to stimulate brain uh, pathways so that you can, for people with disabilities, they would be, so someone who can't walk, who isn't able to uh, connect that part of, connect their brain to their, like some part of their brain is not functioning correctly. Mm-hmm. They're able to stimulate that um, specific brain function to be able to walk and So it's your, it's something on the outside of your brain to stimulate the tissue inside your brain. Yes. To get it to, to function. Well, wait, I thought there was something actually in your brain, though. There is. Brain. Yeah, the wires do connect in your brain. Okay. Oh, but then the thing on the outside. Okay. Thing it's on like the outside. electrodes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so that, I think that's his main goal, but I think there's some other goals that aren't stated in his main goals, such as, like, connecting it to your brain so that you can do, you know, be really smart or something. Like, advance humankind. Yeah. Sort of thing. Connect your brain to the computer so you don't even have to code anymore. You wow. Just, you are in the algorithm. Or or that would be, that um, sounds kind of cool, but also... Kind of put me out of a job before I even got one. So yeah, it's not the well, just yet. Yeah, I think I think he stated before. You would be the Neuralink guy. 
You'd be like, have you, have y'all ever, y'all ever read Dune? Or have any awareness? No, of but I saw the trailer. So oh, like, it, you'd be like a mentat. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's basically what a mentat is. Sort know. of. <laughs> Except it kind of goes against the entire point of a mentat. But oh, okay. yeah, the whole point is to have a person that's like a biological computer, so you don't have to involve actual computers. Ah, so this would not be that, but it'd be effectively that. Yeah, so they were basically like computers. Yeah, super nerd moment there. Yes. Yeah, no, I, Dune Dude is great. Everybody should read Dune. Everybody should read Dune, see the movie. Uh, we're not sponsored by- We're not sponsored by Dune. <laughs> Whoever's made Dune, but we will Century Pictures or something? Yeah. 21st century? We could be. We're we could open, be. We're, we're open to it. <laughs> yeah. Call us. Uh, Seriously. But I think I think you know Elon has these projects he's working on that he's trying he's trying to he has these like goals I think for humanity, which I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I, this is just the sense I get from him because he's trying to get us to Mars. He's trying to do these certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm listen- trying to get electric cars going. I listened to a podcast. Uh, it was Joe Rogan and. Whoever Elon Musk put in charge of SpaceX. It's like the oh, really? main engineer, and he's like the COO or something. I don't remember. He's some kind of big title. And anyway, he was like talking about what it's like to work with Elon. And uh, I don't remember if he said it was like a conversation he had with him or like just like how he thinks that he thinks. But it's like, uh, it's like every decision that Elon Musk makes is predicated on does this move the date up that there's a city on Mars like, <laughs> of people like literally everything from like does he eat Wheaties in the morning or like does he make this big major business decision that's all apparently motivated by that idea wow that's pretty crazy and so that is pretty awesome on the other hand uh, this Neuralink thing is pretty much the sum of all my greatest fears. So I am not super jazzed. <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, oh, well, like, what if you can wipe somebody's memory or something? That'd be... Oh, you can do that right now. Yeah, you could. Uh, oh, wait, how do you do that right now? I <laughs> It's called a lobotomy. Okay, but that's like, <laughs> that's considered, this is supposed to be non-invasive. <laughs> oh, like a neuralizer? Like yeah, like, like, oh, you know what, oh, we don't like this guy anymore, let's just, uh, zap, oh, so, oh what's, what's my name? I don't know. Oh, I've been zapped. Maybe, I don't know if that's how it works. I don't think Neuralink can do that, but I... I do, I share in that fear, that is creepy. Yeah, but like, when you start putting things in people's brains, that's when it gets on... What, what, that's yeah. where ideas form. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inception. Um, Put Leonardo DiCaprio in there. <laughs> Just the idea of Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. not the man himself. But then you have to think that you created Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he just like sees you from across the room and he's like, Mom? <laughs> this is really touching but creepy moment. 
Oh man, we should have wrote Inception, guys. No oh, man, it would have been so much better. Not sponsored by Christopher Nolan. We could be. <laughs> we can. Chris call us. <laughs> we gotta stop making that. Yeah, we, we, we've made it three times. Third time's the charm. This is okay. just the third time we made yeah. this episode. Rule of three. Rule of three. <laughs> okay, um, no more. Back to Neuralink. It reminds me of um, these. Uh, I think back in like 2014. Whenever I was, whenever I was a young lad, right, and there was, <clears throat> you know, you have those videos where it's like, oh, such and such did such and such a thing, and he's only like 16, right? Yeah. Well, there was one guy, we'll call him such and such, and he did this one thing by the time he was 16. The one thing that such and such did was he could connect like a thing around your head, like a headband, but it had um, like nodes on it that could detect brain signals. And you could control like a robotic arm or robotic. We guys have probably seen stuff like that, right? Where you control robotic mm-hmm. arms and stuff. Obviously, that's probably come a lot further now because now that I think about it, I really haven't checked it out at all mm-hmm. since like 2014 when I was a young lad. But it seems like the same thing, and that's what the electrode on the outside was supposed to have like the same function, right? With the expensive ones, the last time I saw like some pop science covering that. Um, they could hook it up to one person and hook basically the opposite system up on the uh, on another person, and so you could use your thoughts to move their like muscles. It's like blood bending. It was pretty gross. Oh, that's, pretty, that's yeah, that's kind of crusty. But like you didn't have to move at all. But like you, your brain could tell their limbs to like move your arm, and it would just work. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Same thing. Yeah, it was super creepy. But that expensive, that that expensive, that equipment is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, like fragile, like I think it has to be like powered in the wall. Like it, it takes a lot of power. It's many problems. Mm-hmm. So it's not super feasible for like I'm gonna hook this up and control my robot legs or like my, my exoskeleton. Yeah because whatever you're like paralyzed or something so it's not it's not a very good solution yet so i think that's where Neuralink comes in you have this thing that goes directly in your brain mm-hmm. um i'm willing to bet that takes a lot less power and overhead and it's probably a lot more durable because mm. it's inside your skull that's for the true most part. people generally try to avoid hitting their skulls on things yeah Generally, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, and if you if you're bouncing your head on concrete, there's you probably got bigger problems than your than your computer. That's yeah. probably not your first concern. Yeah. Um, also, there was that little game where like you had to focus, and the little ball would do. Yeah, that was the up. start of the thing. I um never had it, but I always kind of wanted it a little bit. I think I played it at a museum one time. Was it cool? It was pretty cool. I, I want. I don't remember if that happened or if that was like a dream. Sounds like a good dream. I wish I had that dream. Yeah. Interesting. I have really realistic dreams sometimes. So like I honestly, I have memories that like straight up didn't happen. Yeah. I, I I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I've had weird dreams too. But I don't want to get into that right now. Yeah. yeah. Off that topic. <laughs> man, we found ourselves in a rabbit hole. Let's um, talk about the cons of this thing. Um. Sure. Well, also, there's one one thing I want to want to talk about too. There was they mentioned that there's a lot of raw data and they could only detect spikes right now. Like they were tr- they they could only tr- they couldn't transfer the raw data from Bluetooth. 
that connects Bluetooth to your phone or wherever they're doing things. They don't want any wires attached to it. Mm -hmm. They're only transmitting via Bluetooth like big, big things. So they can't really, they don't really have it down to a science where they can do things that are small. They're just transmitting the big spikes. So that's why they were testing it with like a pig snout. Oh, okay. So they can only detect the, the, they can only process the spikes when the pig is sniffing things. They can't really like detect all the nuances with like, what is it smelling? Or like, you know, all the things that go along with that. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of one of the major problems with a lot of technology. There's so much data. Um, that's just hard to do things. Yeah, I, you mean like, um, yeah, there's a lot of data, but transferring said data yeah. seems to be, is a, lot, is a lot harder than just having the data. Yeah, well like, how do you, so you would have to have someone that can piss, tell like, okay, this is the smell of an apple. Like if you were gonna, if you were gonna like really build upon like, what does this data mean? Like we need we need smells for all these things, and then we need senses for all these things. Yeah. Like we we need to know like what are you hearing? Like are you hearing like I, door slam? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So there is a uh, a tool that exists for scientists and engineers that's really good at this. It's called MATLAB. Really? It's called MATLAB. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, great. yeah, it is. Okay. It is actually I found a way to shoehorn MATLAB in again. All right. Wow. Yeah. How does sediment level really? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too far into it, but one of the main purposes of like MATLAB's creation and continued development is data analysis exactly like this. Uh, Anytime you have a waveform with any kind of spike or any kind of anything, and you want to try and figure out what it means, you use MATLAB and you use the properties of the system and your own engineering brain to figure out. Cool. Data analytics is a big part of it. That's not my job, so I don't know a whole lot about how that works. But yeah, I yeah, I think there's a, some different tools you can use for that too. Oh, there's a million. I'm just saying yeah. MATLAB can do it. Definitely. Um, I was super interested in that one day. I looked up some different things. Um, I've heard that Python's good for that. Mm. I don't know much besides that. I've seen that as well. <laughs> um, that's a whole other field of. I guess computers. I don't know. It's called data science. Yeah, and data analysis. Mm -hmm. um, but also back to the um, the Apple thing, though. I would say, and I have no idea how brain stuff goes, so um, I very well may be wrong. Yep. Not. But however, um, I would say instead of, I guess you would just have to know what it looks like when someone smells an apple, versus having to necessarily. You only have to detect the subtleties. You don't necessarily. You would. I don't think you would necessarily know how. Have to know how what the subtleties on themselves mean. Just as a whole, how does the brain light up when someone smells an apple? That's what I would think. And so I guess if it can't detect like the smaller um, electro electric uh, things between the neurons, then signals. Yeah, electro. Sync the signals between the neurons, then. Um, it probably just needs to be more precise, is what it sounds like to me right now. Without any other information. Whenever you buy a product, you never buy the first year. Don't even buy the second year. Buy the third year. Right now we're at year zero with this thing. Yeah. So I'm not saying to all our listeners don't buy it, because...
is we still would love to be sponsored by us. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I'd be uh, I'd be wary of that because it's probably not going to give you the same advantages. I mean, of course, the product is going to like improve over its life, and like we're talking about, like I'm sure I don't know. We don't know what the resolution is going to be when this thing comes out, but it, I'm sure the second version is going to be yeah. a lot better. Oh yeah, I think that they need some big technical technological advances before they are able to do everything they want to do, because um, you need to either be able to transmit a lot of data via Bluetooth, which isn't available. You can't do that yet. Yeah. Or you need to be able to process the data on the little device that is hooked up to your head. Which doesn't have a lot of room for processing capability. Well, the thing can just submit the data to a server and then get the ping back. Right? True, but it can't submit all of the raw data, like the, via Bluetooth. Yeah, it's probably not via Bluetooth, probably right. But it, why can't it connect to Wi-Fi? True. I don't know the hardware requirements of. I don't know either. But also, you would want it to connect to your, you would, to your phone, right? Yeah. And can can my phone process everything that's going on in my brain? Probably not. Very my brain is cooler than my phone, so. Uh, I think they want it to be Bluetooth so that you can walk places and do things. Very fair yeah. Wi-Fi. That's true. But I don't know. I, I have no idea. Or maybe we could be like other country that I don't know the name of that has Wi-Fi everywhere. And there's a country for that? There probably is. I think there's I think there's some place that they just bought they just bought everyone Wi-Fi. They're just like Wi-Fi is everywhere. Country of Wi-Fi. You mean like Wi-Fi is a basic human right? Yeah, kind of like that. Up? It's like a, it's either a city or it's it's a country. It's just small city. Or we could just use 5G. <sighs> Well, let's not get into that right no, now. No, there's a conspiracy <laughs> joke there somewhere, but I don't know enough about it anyway. So let's wrap up the reasons why <laughs> this is good. I think we should yeah. summarize that. We have about okay. three minutes, so yeah. Okay. So, prosthetics, pretty good. Yeah. Learning more about the brain is mm -hmm. pretty good. It's helping people with brain injuries. It's yeah. Good. You could, potentials of um, what's enhancing the brain, right? And it would be cool to have your brain instantly be able to connect to a computer for like calculation and stuff. That would be pretty cool. Now, let's use the last couple minutes that we've got here to talk about why this could be a terrible idea that ends in dystopia. True. I think that is a good, I think it's good. Mind so, control. So I think, so, you, uh, so the, the thing is, as negative as possible. The thing is, if for. people have an advantage over, so if human beings have an advantage over other human beings, and that it's money-based. And it's money-based, exactly. It, it creates a class that is separate than the general class. It, it just creates a whole elitist group, kind of. So yeah. making all rich people mentats is probably a bad goal. Probably, probably so. Now what if, let's take it to an even worse place, uh, potentially, because this is futurism, so we've got to end on dystopia. Okay. What if what you're saying happens? And all people that are wealthy can afford to have like an unfettered version of this thing. Super powerful. Everyone's like, I don't know, name a name a really smart, very successful person. They're all John D. Rockefeller. I don't know. What if everyone else 
has to get another version of this thing because it's made mandatory somehow. Oh. Uh huh. And you gotta you gotta put it in your brain, and it has the power to receive information from an outside source and stimulate your brain in some way. And I think you're maybe seeing where I'm going Mind with this. Mind control, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause we we've already we already live in a world full of marketing and subliminal messages and constop non nonstop nonstop stimulus barrage. What if it was literally wires in your brain that were just think about this, buy this product, make this decision? I think pretty intense. You could, I, yeah, you could straight up program the entire world's economy and just hit run and just go. A real life simulation. Yeah. That's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably not what Neuralink is gonna turn into, but uh, probably not. I, I imagine. Would, uh, yeah. But you did say take it to the as as, as take it to the heart as the, the worst can go. Yeah. It, there is book potential here. I yeah. Th- I think as long as. Um, as, you know, as with anything, as long as there are proper regulations in place, I think that it could be a good thing. I mean, I don't think people are going to let that happen, but hopefully could, not. Hopefully not. Uh, and but also, yeah. What, yeah. what are your I was going to say, I was just going to say, it's like you have to, the good thing is that, is, is, or I guess, it's you have to trust the system, which is a good and a bad thing, because the system can become corrupt. But the yeah. system's goal is to not be corrupt. If I was to write a story about this, I would take it to a really small scale, and I would, like, there'd be one rich family, and they've got this whole prescription thing going on like you're talking about, and they buy this thing for all the people that work for them, and then it, like, slowly turns into this. It's, like, subtle. Because that's the thing about controlling someone's brain. There's, like, no... You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't be able to tell if it was happening? Exactly. Like, from the outside, no one would be able to stop it. Yeah, and you might not be able to tell either, right? Yeah, you might not. Like you're addicted you to your might phone, just think probably. you love you, your job. You don't know you're addicted to your phone. Exactly. Hmm. So that's real creepy. Yeah. That's pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, the, I think another con might be that... You know, people are able to process data of, our, of us using our phone. And it's kind of invasion of privacy, depending on who you talk to. I imagine being able to connect to your brain. There might be similar problems there. Like, you know how, like, so there have been companies in the past that have taken your data uh, without permission. You didn't know about it. Mm. That could happen with Neuralink. And it could potentially. Go- they could go both ways. They could read your thoughts, and they could write your thoughts. Yeah. This is a read-write structure for people's brains that can be accessed from the outside. Yeah. And in some ways, that's great because you're like, you just you just delete problems. But in the on the other side, it's a big yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I think we're 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 um, we are out of time for today. So um, on that dystopian note, we bid you all a farewell, and we will see you guys next week. Very future. <laughs>